Welcome to another edition of the Valero Verdict. I'm your host, Ricky Valero. On today's episode, we're going to talk about this past weekend's box office numbers. We're also going to talk about some of the things the bailiff and I have seen over the last couple weeks, uh, whether it's been in the movies, whether it's been on Netflix, whether it's been on television, whatever it is, we're going to talk about it. As always, I am joined in the studio with the bailiff. How are you today? Fantastic. Can't ready to get involved. Can't get ready to get involved. That is sounds fantastic. Right and you that. know what, folks? Do us a favor. Wherever you're listening to this podcast, do us a favor and subscribe to it. Also, if you're listening on iTunes right now, please do us a favor and leave us a five-star review. But let's go ahead and dive right into these box office numbers. Folks, we're going to dive right into the box office numbers for the weekend ending on July 14th. And folks, coming in at number five this week was yesterday. It's actually had some really nice holds. It's just approached $80 million worldwide, which actually, that's not a lot of money. But for a low-budget movie as that, I think it's a fantastic return on their receipts. I think they're going to make some money easily and get some back. The Bailiff and I haven't caught it yet. We've been really interested. The downside about it is, Bailiff, I've heard some bad things about this movie. I'll tell you what, I haven't heard anything bad about it yet. I'm anxious to see it, but with a score it has, how could you go wrong? Yeah, for sure. Coming in at number four is Stuber. It's first weekend out. It just oh. just above $8 million. The Bailiff and I saw this about a month ago, I think it was. A month before and, it was out. Yeah, yeah and we really, really enjoyed this film. I'm kind of disappointed in the box office return on this. I'm not kind of disappointed. I'm disappointed. Yeah, $8 million is obviously not a lot of, mo- a lot of money. Uh, to be honest with you, I was kind of hoping it was going to make some more money because I was really thinking that we could get a second one out of this. I was really digging. This is one of those low-budget, fun action films. A new buddy cop comedy film. I really enjoyed the combination of Batista and Camille. They really were good together. The movie, look, the movie was not great, but it was it's a perfect summer. It's funny. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It was a perfect summer movie. I thought it was fantastic, and I'm very disappointed. It's the second funniest movie of this year, oh, for sure, right behind Late Night. Late Night's right obviously, late night, but another movie that didn't do well in the in the that's uh, robbery in the box by office. itself. Robbery by itself. That movie's hilarious. We never stopped laughing from you know pillar to post. Yeah, it, from start to finish was hilarious. And folks, Stuber, it's fantastic. Do us a favor, go check that out in theaters. Let's get some money going on this po- uh, box office. Coming in at number three was a debut weekend of Crawl, which peaked in right at twelve million. Bailiff has a lot to say about this film. I'll let him hold it in oh. because he really, really loved it. <laughs> oh. I wanted to see this movie. Yeah, I, I still do. I'm going to check it out, I think, this week. Um, but coming in at $12 million, which is, I wish it would have flip flopped with Stuber. I wish we could have gotten a little bit of those people to go see Stuber instead of right. that movie for sure. Coming in at number two this weekend was Toy Story 4. This just suppressed $770 million wow. worldwide. A lot of money. Even on, the, I think, the $300 million budget that they had on this film, that's still going to make this millions of dollars. This is a $1.2 billion movie easily by the time oh, it's done. It's, it's pro- oh, it might, it might pass over a billion by the time it's done, but it wouldn't surprise me. And coming in at number one, another Disney movie, Spider-Man Far From Home. It's now just, just tipping $850 million Ooh. worldwide in just two weeks of release, Bailiff. Those numbers are massive. And and honestly, this is obviously a part of Sony's they're the ones distributing Marvel. You know, Marvel's kind of, you know, releasing on the you know back end or whatever they're doing, whatever their agreement is. But folks, 
First off, we're going to talk about this later too. The movie was fantastic. I loved it, loved it, loved it. I've been meaning to write my review on it. I haven't yet. Got a little lazy. Got a knee injury. It's kind of put me down a little bit. But folks, closing in at $850 million. And folks, do me a favor. Instead of going to see this a second or third time, go see Stuber. Yes. Give Stuber some money. Yes. Stuber and Late Night. Go see them both. Please do. I really want to see a sequel to Stuber. I was so excited because they even set it up at the end of the movie. You know, I'm not going to spoil it, but there's a really solid setup at the end of the movie for them to be a I sequel forgot to about movie. That. That's right. They need to they need to make a second one. And folks, that was the box office again for the weekend ending on July 14th. Anchor is a one-stop shop for recording and hosting. And distributing your podcast. Best of all, it's 100% free. And ridiculously easy to use. And now... Anchor can match you with great sponsors who want to advertise on your podcast. And that means you can get paid to podcast right away. In fact, that's what I'm doing right now by reading this ad. So if all if you've always wanted to start a podcast making money to do it, go to anchor.fm slash start to join me and the diverse community of podcasters already using Anchor. That's anchor.fm slash start. I cannot wait to hear your podcast. Folks, check out the podcast, Oh My Travel. It's focused on travel tips, travel stories, and current travel news. Folks, it's hosted by Jenny Romo, and it's fantastic. If you're looking to travel at any point in the near future, this is definitely the podcast to check out. Folks, also check out I Saw It on Linden Street, hosted by Chris Roberts. It's a movie podcast where they attempt some comedy through their own personal stories as well. Folks, I check out the most recent episode. It was hilarious. I think you should tune in. And you can check out both those podcasts out wherever podcasts, wherever you listen to your podcast. Folks, we're going to talk about some of the movies that Bailiff and I have either caught in theaters or we caught at home sitting out there watching on television. Some TV shows. I've got a TV show I'm going to throw in here as well. A Netflix movie. A couple box office movies. Folks, the first movie the Bailiff and I are going to talk about is Spider-Man Far From Home. I'm going to say this. There's a few things I'm going to open up with, Bailiff, and I'll let you dive in a little bit. First off, the opening of the movie started with I Will Always Love You. Automatically became the best movie of all time. <laughs> and I'll say this why. The tribute to Tony Stark at the beginning of the movie... Oh my, I just wanted to cry. I really just wanted to cry. I but, saw it here. And, and, and it was hilarious. Now, another thing that I want to talk about, Bailiff, is the Peter Tingle thing. That was hilarious. When his aunt, you know, she said, Peter Tingle, oh my God, I was I was literally in tears laughing because Marissa that was Tomei so funny. Does a great job on she that. is fantastic. I think she's a very under the radar actress. For sure. She's been in a lot of certain things that I've really Cousin liked. Vinny and then everybody in She the... was great in the wrestler. Oh, fantastic. Fantastic. I, and I, she's I, been she's been a great addition to this Spider-Man franchise. Oh, it's it's and, and her banter with Tony Stark with Robert Downey Jr. is fantastic. And I love her with uh, her new relationship with uh, uh, John Farvo, whatever. I forget yes. his name of his character yes. right now. Happy, happy, yeah, 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 yeah. There it is. Look at you. You came in clutch this time, Bailiff. I got you it. had I something in return. I, I love it. it, Bailiff. What were your thoughts on this film? I'll tell you what. I think you're a little bit more over the top than I am on it. I really did enjoy the movie. I, I think I gave it four stars. I think you gave it four and a half. But uh, it, it's really a good movie. Mysterio is as great as it is, and I've looked forward to this. It's a little bit of a letdown. Not no. the actor. Not the actor. Let me he stop. did a great job. Let me. I think some of the little, little bit of the effects are a little bit different than I expected. And some people have said this. But it is a really good movie, and I look forward to seeing Mysterio in the future, too. Yeah, I'll tell you what. The, uh, the Jake Gyllenhaal portrayal of Mysterio, first off, 
there's no love lost here. I absolutely just love that man. I think he's the, I'm not going to say one of, he's the most underrated actor of this generation. Folks, he was fantastic in Prisoners, Nightcrawler. I could go on and on. Oh, God. Oh, my God. What am I thinking of right now? Um, I'm, 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 oh, my God. I'm forgetting about Jake Gyllenhaal's best movie. Uh, Nocturnal Animals. There it is. That movie was one of the most hunting and creepy and just just amazing movies. If you've never seen Nocturnal Animals, folks, be prepared for you gave an it emotional. Five years ago and I've only watched part of it. Exactly, <laughs> it's it's an emotional roller coaster. It's fantastic. It's got him and Amy Adams in it. It's fantastic. But folks, let's go back to Spider-Man: Far From Home. The interactions, the interactions between Tom Holland and Samuel Jackson. Oh my God, they were money. Fantastic. They did a great job of that. I love the black suit. I also love the fact that they, they called him Night Monkey on the news. <laughs> that was hilarious. Um, some other things that I thought, I, I thought, let me, again, Jake Gyllenhaal, I thought he was fantastic as Mysterio. I thought the swerve in the movie, you really didn't see that coming. I didn't see it coming. No, I didn't either. Not at all. If you're, if you're honest, no, you didn't. Yeah, exactly. You, you didn't see it coming at all. I thought that was fantastic. Mysterio, great. Tom Holland is just He's shown in this film, in my personal opinion, he has shown in this film that he's more than capable of carrying the next phase of Avengers. He's not the lead, but he can be one of the leads. I think his portrayal as slowly becoming an adult in that Peter Parker role, and he's slowly going from the high school to the more mature. He's got to fight. He's fought the inner battle, too. I love that. I love the story behind that as well. There was another secret story within the film because he's battling within himself to take on the role of being Tony Stark. You know what I mean? That's not the easiest thing to do. You're going from Robert Downey Jr. to Tom Holland. It's really, you know, it's a hard a hard battle. And I loved his portrayal in this. And folks, you have to stay for both after credits in this film. Bailiff, what is the next movie we're going to talk about that you just watched and love so much? I wanted to see this so bad and I looked forward to this being a huge horror movie fan that I am. Crawl. Yeah, was it that bad? Ah. Give me something good about it. Um, I like the alligators. You like the alligators. I was. Really I set alligators. you up to talk about the one movie you want to talk about, and and you give me you like the alligators. I like the alligators, and it came out on a weekend that a real honest got hurricanes happening. Yeah. And oh wait a minute, so there's hurricanes in this movie? There's hurricanes. in this I had movie. no clue. I literally don't. I've I, to be honest with you, I don't think I've ever watched even the trailer about this. Uh, one. You did actually see the trailer. Of this Where was movie. I at? Uh, one of the movies that we happened to catch. Oh. But uh, you were paying attention unless you were getting popcorn. Yes. Um, so it was that bad, huh? It was that bad and then some. It is one of the worst movies I've seen in horror movies. And I actually was it worse than Detective Pikachu? No. <laughs> no. I guess it wasn't or, that bad then. Or, or, or the Muppet Murders movie. No. No, it's not that bad. Or Child's Play? Which one's better? Give me Child's Play. If somebody's going to see a movie tomorrow, Child's Play still in theaters. They're going to see Child's Play or they're going to see Crawl. What are they going to see? Child's Play. Hands down. Hands down. Wow. That bad, huh? That bad. I can't wait to see it because I can't wait for you to be wrong on that one. Folks, let me tell you something that I am currently watching at, uh, is Billions. Paul Giamatti. Great, great show. Pa pa Paul Giamatti. And I, you know what? I never, ever, ever, I'm not prepared right now and I feel awful. I think his name's Damien something. Paul Giamatti's in it. And then... Uh, 
Bailiff, you're not helping at all. You're supposed to be the... Damian Lewis, there he is. Damian Lewis is fantastic in this show. Maggie Sip is fantastic. This cast, it's star-studded. I love it. I love it. Uh, I love David Costaball. He's in it. My buddy Dan Soder's in it. Fantastic comedian. Wherever he's on tour right now, go see the man. He's hilarious. I love him to death. He's a great guy. I love him. Um, but this show's fantastic. It's by far the best show on television going right now. And I honestly, Bailiff, I think it's in my top five or top ten shows of all time. It's fantastic. I really hope that I only get one more season after this because I believe it'll go into the fifth season. And I'm really looking forward to that. I think it should be fantastic, but I think the fifth season should close the chapter of this fantastic show. I would love to see it go on forever, but I really don't want it to because I don't want it to be one of those shows that stayed on too long. Bailiff, what's the next thing we're going to talk about? Book smart. Whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> Hold on, Bailiff. Ah. Uh, you didn't sound very confident. I love that movie. I gave that. Best, you, let me, how many? How four many, stars. Uh, I gave it four out of five stars. Were you drunk? No. Sober? Yes. Uh, it was hilarious. Nah, there's like, this is, this is like worse than hangover type movies. What? Hangover, first off, you will not, not first slander. First kind of funny. You will not slander the hangover no, in front it, of me. It, Seriously, it, it, you didn't. just, there's a couple of cute scenes. Are you kidding me right now? A couple funny scenes, that's it. Caitlin Dever was fantastic. Fellow scene was hilarious in this film. I thought they were just fantastic. Two, two and a half stars tops. Billy Lord, first off, the crazy psychopath drunk chick that was oh, jumping off stuff. That's one of the best parts She's of the whole movie. hilarious. She's that's that's the best part of the movie right there. Is she her. she well, I don't know about the best part of the whole movie. I'm I'm a little disappointed you really didn't like the film because honestly I really loved it. I, it borderline hit my top five. I think it's in my top six or seven. Nah, yeah. How, how do you go from late night to this? I mean, I I said late night's better. Yeah, but but Booksmart's probably the second or third second yeah, funniest movie I've Stuber's, seen this year. Stuber's twice as funny. Oh, you're out Ten of your mind. You're Ten out times. of your mind. I'm sorry, folks. The next movie I'm going to talk about is Midsummer. It's the <laughs> folks. I I there's so much I want to say about this movie. Okay. It, it's in the box office right now. It's one of A24's uh, next film. Ari Aster, his sequel, or not sequel, but his second movie he directed, the first one being Hereditary, which I wasn't a big fan of. But, folks, this movie is the most extremely strange movies I have ever seen in my life. And I'm not saying that in a bad way, but I'm not sure if I'm saying it in a good way. Is that but like folks, a pet cemetery strange? Or? No, no, no. Oh, my God. Don't you? First off, I, I actually, actually, I haven't settled on what I'm going to give it. I, I plan on releasing the review on, my, on the sportsgroup.com this week on this on this movie. But to be honest with you, I borderline four stars, I think, for me. Because to be honest with you, it was quite an interesting movie. I'm not 100% certain what I watched. But it was a truly unique film. And I love that. You know, I love it's it's visually stunning. The colors, the cinematography is brilliant in this. The score is breathtaking. And I feel like it's the score was on par with us and actually on par with the Toy Story 4. I think those three are now, in my opinion, locks for the best score heading into the Oscar season. I think the director of this movie is absolutely insane because I'm not sure what transpired in this entire movie. I honestly feel like this might start a trend worldwide. It's like a 90 year, everyone, one thing that happens like every 90 years or something. And it's just this massively crazy film where there's a lot of psychedelic drugs that are taken. And to be honest with you folks, it's another one of those films that's not making a lot of money. I do think that, um, Florence, like a sequel, sequel to the uh, no, I know Florence Poe. She, to be honest with me, she rivals 
Emma Thompson as the best female performance of the year. Ooh. I didn't really enjoy any of the other characters in the film. I didn't think they were fantastic. They didn't knock my socks off. But Florence Poe and Emma Thompson are the two best performances that I've mm, seen this Emma year. Emma Thompson's fantastic. And she was, too. Um, and I will say this one last thing before we, before we cut off here, but it had the funniest sex scene I've ever seen in my entire life. Sorry. I, I will close that. that. What? <laughs> we got we got uh we got Amazon. What do you got? A Siri or not Siri? Uh, Amazon something over there. Alexis. That Alexis Alexia. She just went off for some random reason. But she stop talking over there. We're trying to film a podcast, okay? Um, but folks, that was the uh, movies that the bailiff and I have watched recently. Go ahead and check all of them out. We talked about Booksmart, Crawl, Spider Man Far From Home, Midsummer, and folks, check out Billions on Showtime. Folks, check out the podcast, The Pinnacle of Testosterone. It's on YouTube, and they pretty much talk about anything that's on their minds. They usually talk about crazy things that they have done. For example, they had gotten kicked out and banned from Frankfurt, Germany, which actually I went back, Bailiff, and listened to that episode. It was pretty funny. It was a funny story to hear. Folks, hop on over to YouTube and check out those guys right now. Folks, thanks for tuning in to another edition of the Valero Verdict. We talked about the, this weekend's box office. We also talked about some of the stuff that Bailiff and I have been watching recently. Folks, subscribe to the podcast wherever you listen to them. Hop on over and uh, give us a follow on Twitter at Valero Verdict. Under, I'm sorry, at Valero Verdict. Yeah, there we go. At Ricky Valero underscore at TBV Bailiff. And folks, go over to thesportscript.com and check out my latest reviews and articles. And as always, thanks for tuning in. And until next time, the courtroom's adjourned. <laughs>